Although if the billionaires owning clubs nowadays had a say in it, they could move Man United uh, to Jeddah if they want. I'm surprised they don't rename those clubs though. Like why why yeah. is Newcastle still called Newcastle and not like Saudi Aramco <laughs> kickers, you know? The PIF United. Yeah, just like go, go lean in, like go all It'll in. be more uh, rather than Saudi Aramco kickers, maybe Saudi Aramco embassy butchers. Oh, 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 oh. oh dear! There goes our uh, there goes our sponsorship money. If ever it was it was coming, the Saudi Podcasting League. Yeah, when when they start buying our podcast, we're not going to be included. In no, the, uh, no. I think we'll have to settle uh, for uh, that's a shame. Chinese pastures or the like. I'll take that. Or North Korean. Any all sponsors are welcome. Yeah. Which over uh, Saudi you go north? I'm just saying whoever is, whoever is yeah. offering right. I mean, if South Korea would come in, maybe. Oh, geez, know, they'd be I'd, first. In I'd mind. take them over the north. First, first in mind. But no, I think uh, th- we're not in the stage now where we're going to be turning away sponsors necessarily. No, but we could be the greatest English-speaking podcasters of Korea in the 21st century. That is, well, that has always been the goal, right, from the start. What more would you want? We agreed. That was it. Listeners, welcome back once again to Lost in Postulation. I'm Neil Fitzpatrick and I am joined by a man. He's back, he's caffeinated, and he is sick and tired of hearing about Saudi Arabia. It is Nicola Volpe. Enough is enough. <laughs> it's not that exciting anymore. Have we reached peak Saudi Arabia, do you think? Oh, definitely not. No. It's a vision 2030 down oh, there. I mean, man. this is just the beginning, I think. It is yeah. an epidemic. Genuinely, I agree with you on this one. Saudi epidemic. Their their kind of campaign of PR has worked insanely well. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about them, and often quite positively. Yeah. And we very quickly forgot that they yeah. are literally one of the worst countries in the world. Yeah. By discussing their sports washing, we have given it life. Exactly. In fact, and I wonder, was that part of the strategy? Mm-hmm. They were like, should we just could be so blatant that not only will the sports washing work, but people will have to talk about how blatant it is, like we're doing right now. Like we're it's, just, it's super it's, savvy. They've made it onto the podcast, the Saudis, yet again, also one, onto our podcast. One more time. Just before we started recording, Nicole, I said, I am sick and tired of hearing about Saudi Arabia. And I thought that was just such a great uh, summation yeah, of, yeah. The, of the situation. There you go. But they'll be around. They, hopefully no more in this episode, at least. But uh, Right, exactly. Yeah, we have to limit them to once an episode, Max. Well, so the, the Newcastle fans will call in angry, saying we're not giving them a fair shake. Exactly. Sorry about that, lads. Sorry for that, f- yeah. the few Newcastle fans who listen. But uh, nonetheless, we are back. We are postulating once again. We're here. And uh, listeners, thanks for all your support, your patronage, writing in to the podcast, letting us know what you think, sending your postulations at... L- Listen, no, no, lost in postulation at gmail.com. That's where you can reach us by email, or you can get us on this Twitter, which now has a symbol X, as we discussed sure at does. length. That's, um, uh, yeah, that's ad in postulation on Twitter. Ad in postulation. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of another topic we're tired of hearing about, mm. Twitter and Elon Musk. Yeah, put it just end it. <laughs> I'm so, so finished. Yeah. Put him out of his misery. Yeah. And then you can reach us on Instagram. That's at lost in postulation. Sure is. I think that's all of them for now. We're not yet on the likes of TikTok. We don't even have a Facebook, and that's probably for the best. Yeah, but yeah. I think, I think we're we okay. have a Facebook like in secondary, so the Instagram yeah. throws it on to the Facebook. Oh, okay. Kind of a, oh, a it's like an automated there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, some yeah. some content laundering into if the you will. into the graveyard of, yeah. of content. Of yeah. Facebook. Yeah, those Facebook yeah. demographics have changed greatly, but uh, TikTok. Yeah. I wouldn't know where to begin. Nope. Neither would I. I no. don't think we would make it on TikTok. Sadly. No. Sorry, sorry. I don't think yeah. the, the face ID at the App Store would allow us in, actually. No, they'd no. be like, are you sure? <laughs> are you downloading it for your child, perhaps? Or, yeah. 
Oh, very good, Neil. We have a banger lined up for you guys today. A real treat that Neil is actually treating me to. Uh, before we get into that, though, Neil, I have a mundane for you. Absolutely. You're boarding a plane. Back on You're, the planes, Again, yes. always. Yeah, your yeah. favorite place in the world as yeah, a tall person. Absolutely. And uh, you notice the person that's coming to sit next to you is is giving you a few looks, is making a comment. Oh, nice suitcase. Oh, what are you reading there? Is just really trying to start a conversation with you. Usually an elderly senior citizen, a bit lonely, flying alone. Mm-hmm. And um, what is your approach? Do you engage? Do you not? You have a three-hour flight ahead of you. And this person is quite keen on talking to you for the entirety of it. This is insane because literally the last flight I took to Ireland, I had exactly this scenario. There you go. And I'm ashamed to say it was a fellow Irishman who oh. once, he was a bit, a bit of an eccentric guy. So once he found out I was Irish, that was the game over. But right? it was a flight to Ireland. So yeah. chances were quite high that you might have been Irish. I know, but from his point of view, right, I guess what he was thinking was, fingers crossed now I'm sitting next to another Irish guy and I can just talk the head off him for three hours. Oh, and God. that's exactly what he did. So uh, he, we were, the flight was super delayed anyway. So then he spent a lot of time when he first sat down just shouting about it and saying like, this is a disgrace, like stopping the air hostess saying, look, I'm losing a thousand euro over this. I'm a DJ and I have a festival to play. Oh, in one Ireland. of those. All of this stuff. So making a huge deal, right? And then chatting to me, chatting to me, but like, uh, very quickly, I did the standard stopping uh, technique, which is Air, AirPods in, right? Right. So in I go. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, look, I'm just going to listen to this. All right, talk to you later. Right? Lost in postulation podcast. I would not, <laughs> would, <laughs> would not put it past me. Always good to do some quality checking on the uh, on the audio. But uh, would you believe this man? And I don't think he was even drunk. This was a sober man. Uh, <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder. Then no, so no, he was no, like, no, 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 no. And I took out, like, made a big deal of taking out the AirPods. I was like, hmm, yeah. And he was like, I was just thinking, uh, do you ever go up to Sweden where, like, because he, he lived in Sweden anyway. He was like, I was just thinking, do you ever go up to Sweden actually up, up like, a bit further north in Gothenburg? And I was like, eh, no, no, sorry, no. I'm a- anyway, look, I'm just, sorry, I'm just listening to something. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. And I was like, yeah. And then again, like, a few minutes, we haven't taken off. We're stuck on the runway for a while. And he's like, tap, 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 tap. This is ridiculous, isn't it? We haven't taken off yet. And I was like, oh, no. A double oh, tap on the shoulder. Exactly. So you know me well enough now that like uh, I wouldn't, I, I would never be like, here, man, stop talking to me. I, I, no, I wouldn't. Too polite. However, he did, he did get the message. And I think what sealed the deal was I did the combo of AirPods in and fake sleeping. So I, I kind of okay. t- tipped the head sideways and eyes closed. And then if he was to tap me again, I would have done a big like... Oh, sorry. Good morning. Uh, what, what, what do you need? Is there something I can help you with? But this guy was, um, yeah, a bit of a nightmare. And then the, the only saving grace, I suppose, is, you know, when you get off the plane, you may be stuck with him all the way through, you know? Oh, like, right. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. So yeah, yeah. I, when everyone does the thing of like standing up instantly when yeah. we landed, I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to. Just gonna hang back here for a while yeah. and uh, and I let him go. So uh, so he was on the aisle and yeah, you were inside. I was window. Okay. So I felt yeah. it was so claustrophobic. It was yeah dreadful. Wow. There you go. I also it was insanely awkward for probably everyone bef- in front and behind uh-huh. because I'm sure they heard all of this. You know, like right. they heard one guy who was not like, an indoor voice. No, geez, but like. I don't know. I was just waiting for someone to tap me on the shoulder. I'm like, would you not just tell him to shut up? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. for, for, for all the of us. Yeah, like, come on. Oh, man. Uh, so there you go. Jeez, it's funny you ask, because like, that is uh, something that mostly I haven't experienced until just this year. Okay. You know? And yeah. it's been horrible. Yeah. Was it a senior citizen? I would say he's in the 50 to 70 range. Okay. And yeah, well, getting yeah, there. See, like probably closing in on retirement, let's say. Yeah. But um, if he's listening, just please never do that again. Or if you're the type of per- if you're listening now and you think, hmm, I'm a bit of a chatter on a plane, just check yourself. Just double check. 
is does that person really want to talk to you mm. or would they actually rather given the circumstances not the other approach with this one could have been to put the airpods on him yeah, on him listen to this yeah yeah but then I, I can only imagine imagine i put on a song or something it's like listen to this and you're like oh that's banging yeah great song and like we'd have to talk <laughs> about the song where that came from. yeah exactly what's next <laughs> let's put one each and then we can listen to, to your whole album like, yeah okay no, that is, there is basically no no escape, and the only the only thing that gets you through it, I think, is the knowledge that okay, it's only three hours, only two hours, whatever. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's the best you can do. I really don't do not like it. Yeah. No. Good yeah. postulation, good question. Yeah, absolutely. I've been in that situation myself multiple times. Mm. I usually I take out my book. Yeah, and I'm genuinely reading. Those are like some of the most undisturbed hours I can ever have. Is when yeah. flying on a plane to, yeah. to get into my book. Yeah. And there's some people that in, don't get the message even from that. Like I'm yeah. literally hiding my face behind mm. a hardcover yeah. and it's still not going. And they're like, what are you reading? What's yeah, that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. You should also read this and this and that by him. And it's like, yeah. you know, you really the need fury. to, yeah. what ends up happening is I end up talking for two hours with yeah. the person. Yeah. But I think you're more of a chatter than me. Like I am a big plain chatter. You can be dropped in pretty much any scenario. And I think you'll chat away to, yeah. to whoever. Whereas, I'll, I'll, yeah. I will find common ground with them, you know, yeah. discussing the exploits of uh, will you the enjoy Saudi it? PIF. <laughs> there we go. Mention number two. <laughs> uh, will you enjoy it though? Or is it still like that you're suffering through? I end up figuring out out a way to enjoy it especially mm, when yeah. it's these senior citizens yeah whether correct or incorrect they do always have some wisdom to share yeah, or what yeah. they think is wisdom you know so it's uh i suppose so yeah it's just that like when i got on this plane i wasn't signing up for wisdom you know or you know no, like it was I, ryanair wasn't it it was yeah yeah so it was like no wisdom what there. i was yeah i was i what i bought was a c to get me to ireland asap and I didn't really want anything else, you know. No. So to me, it just still feels, even if it's good or a good chat, I'm just like, I kind of would have preferred not to have had yeah. this. Yeah. And you don't really have a private cabin on Ryanair that you could pay a bit more to get. There's no the price you can pay for privacy on Ryanair. No, yeah. that is true. Well, just the laboratories. You could stay there for a while, yeah. yeah. Take, they, a, take an extra long trip. They yeah. had a plan. Your your man, Mr. O'Leary, mm. your business mentor, had yeah. a plan at one point to charge extra for use of the lavatory on the plane i wonder was that like 70 percent humor 30 percent you know well the eu banana straightener stopped him from doing sure it. Did. <laughs> uh, did they or did he at least like see the pr backlash and was like yeah probably not a good idea yeah but well it got people talking it definitely did what can we say and that's yeah. what mr o'leary does and mr o'leary listen up because there is a very special treat coming up after the break in the next second Listeners, welcome back to the Lost in Postulation podcast. After repeat requests from our listeners, we've gone back into the archive, taken a few learnings, and we are back with an ultimate celebrity trip. Absolutely. What a pleasure to be back doing it. Only our third ultimate celebrity trip. But these episodes have proven to be among our most popular, actually. Absolutely. It all started last year with the ultimate celebrity interrail. It moved on to the ultimate celebrity flight with Chris Rock and oh, Will true. Smith true, and true, you true. with Parmesan Diplomacy bringing a solution to the dispute. Good times, yeah. And then, Neil, you with a team of five celebrities summited Mount Everest. Amazing. Or attempted it. At we certainly tried. Yeah, yeah, we did our best. That uh, That is the story so far. And today we're going to be writing the next chapter of the ultimate celebrity uh, series because we are going and uh, I'm delighted to reveal here for the first time we are taking 
Nicola Volpe on the ultimate celebrity casino heist. Ooh. Yes. Casino heist, Absolutely. not even a bank. Yeah, yeah. So we talked, I think in the prep, we talked about bank heists. And uh -huh. bank heists are interesting. But as a massive fan of Ocean's Eleven, and not 12 and 13, but just 11, I... Uh, 12 was all right. 12 was okay, but it doesn't... Mm, yeah. Mm, it's okay. it's like, it has the amazing cast, but none yeah. of the amazing writing that the first had. Fair but part. in any case, in any case, I like the casino vibes more. I think uh, a casino heist has a bit more of a, um, a bit more satisfaction to it because you uh -huh. feel like you're screwing over the big, uh, the big casinos, you know, yeah, the big wigs there. So what I've done here is I've come up with a little backstory to try and uh, justify why you are being tasked with, uh, okay. with doing a casino heist because that's not something that you would normally do. I would argue not my average Sunday activity. No. I mean, you are a man with, with many jobs. You're, you are yes. certainly a, a, what is it, a mosaic career? Man. Yes, a juggling knives career, as others would Exa call it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But uh, bank or casino heists are not among those, uh, at least so far. Not yet, exactly. Never say never. So that's why I've come up with this little backstory. So let's see what you think of this as to the justification for the casino heist. Okay. Here it is. In your new career as a travel advisor, this is true. You are a travel advisor. I am indeed. You have coordinated the logistics for a Davos-esque summit in Las Vegas. Ooh. So just imagine World Economic Forum, that kind of thing, but it's happening in Las Vegas. Dignitaries, precedents. You name everything. it, actually. Huge. Okay. So it's aimed at promoting general good stuff, you know? Like, it's okay. going to be something like world... <laughs> I, I didn't, you know, nail this down, yeah. but it's going to be something like world peace, sustainability... My bread know, and butter. Something good like that, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, loads of celebrities are going because they want to be at it or talk at it, whatever. Yeah. So in your job here, you were contracted to book all the logistics, like the, right. the private jets, etc. Absolutely. And you were delighted with this because once you started working on it, you see this big long list of celebrities, like amazing, I'm going to get to meet all these celebrities, you're yeah. going to be there as well. So super excited, you can't wait to meet them all. A lot of commission coming my way, more importantly. <laughs> Probably this yeah. is going to make your year, you can take the rest of the year off after <laughs> this. Or at least you would if it didn't turn a, a little bit sour. Right. So here's how it happens you get to harry reed international which is uh, i believe the the new name of the uh, of the vegas airport go raiders uh, go raiders please and uh you join one of the shuttles so basically all the pjs land uh, in vegas and you know you're split up into okay. shuttles and you happen to be with five other celebrities now those five celebrities are who you're going to be choosing today okay. right so we don't okay. know who they are yet yeah. it's exciting stuff it really is however on the way to this davos world economic forum thing the driver pulls over he says, sorry guys, there's a, there's a roadblock ahead. Uh -oh. And awaiting you at this roadblock is a gang of heavily armed mercenaries. Oh wow. And they're working for some criminal element. I don't know who. I didn't it's not know. the Wagner group. But... It's not Wagner. Okay. And I kind of thought it doesn't really add any value for me to, to say who. So, okay. you know, there you go. But they're criminals and they're pretty, they're pretty mean. And they have a very specific plan in mind. So what they have decided to do, these criminals, is to kidnap all six of you, these five celebrities and you. And here are their demands. They need you to organize and complete a heist on the Wynn Encore Casino Complex, Ooh. which I believe is the biggest casino in the world. So uh, they, they chose well. No small task. No small task. The gang, this criminal gang, will be filming it all, right? And they're, the reason is because they, they, they're, smart, uh, they're smart gangsters. Okay. And what they've realized is either this will be amazing footage that they can then sell if it all goes wrong. Right. Or they'll have even better footage if it all goes well, you know? They okay. want to make like this video of these five celebrities and you doing a casino heist, you know? Right. So that's their motive. That's why they had to kidnap celebrities and you. And, you know, that's, that's where they're coming from. They want to make a video of it and also the money from the heist. Right. So obviously, you know? But... Aren't we then like me and the celebrities self-incriminating ourselves by 
100 yeah. you have no choice these oh, are heavily kidnapped. armed yeah. oh you're kidnapped yeah. like Minor you're, detail. you're yeah. doing this you know okay. uh, no matter what but i think what the gang thought is like either we can get normal people to do it or we can get celebrities to do it and film it and make it a cool documentary sell it to netflix better know? documentary definitely so the gang they're very uh media minded this uh this criminal element right okay so that's the why so you wow. you guys have a uh, very limited time let's say like a week to pull together okay. an, an amazing okay. heist yeah like yeah. not it's not right now it's All like right. a week yeah. from now let's say so what we're going to do now in this episode is select your team. Okay. And these are the ones who were in that shuttle car with you from the airport okay. that day, right? Yes. Perfect. We're going to select them over five categories. Now, mm-hmm. it's not the same categories quite as we've had before. Okay. Yeah. It's close, right? We are going to be looking at number one, actors. Number two, musicians. Number three, directors, film directors. Number four, athletes. And number five, podcasters oh. yeah so oh, the podcasters colleagues yeah they yeah, exactly now we're not no we're, we're not included in this list sadly but fortunately um, not yet at least but our our uh, podcaster colleagues are wanting to join this conference you know they want to be at, or they want to be there too and making yeah. content as they often do yes so that's the those are the the groups so great we can either go through them in order or we can go you know according to your uh, preference so how, where would you like to start I say we uh, we start really with number one. We start with actors. Here. All right, let's scroll down. Here we go. So we have a lineup of five actors here, mm-hmm. from which we need you to choose one. Now there are going to be special roles for each person that you choose, uh, and I'm questioning: Do we need to cover those now, or should we just make them a surprise later? What do you prefer? Let's get an overview of the roles so I have them in the back of my mind, okay. but then we can do the allocation later. Okay. So classic roles here for a heist. Yeah. So okay. we have the demolitions expert first uh-huh. and foremost. So this person is going to be responsible for all the explosives, any drilling, any tunnels that are involved. Oh, okay. This person is all about it: TNT, yeah. dynamite, explosives, you name it. But one thing to emphasize: non-lethal explosives only. So this is oh, a okay. non-violent heist. Nobody okay. gets hurt, like right. in Ocean's Eleven. Right. right. So we want to keep hurt. it exactly. Number two is the hacker. So this person is responsible mm. for all electronic interference. So mm-hmm. anything with security systems, you could do a DDoS attack on servers, that kind of thing. Oh, fantastic. This person is, is your man or woman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's the con man or woman. Could also be called the inside man or woman. So mm. this is the person who's going to use their charm or their personality to gain access to otherwise unreachable locations okay. or items or information. Then there's the muscle. So um, I did say it was a non-lethal uh, heist, but maybe there is some some strength involved. Yeah. Uh, I wrote here, this person will use their strength or their personality, the strength of their personality, to intimidate or coerce targets okay. to cooperate. Yeah. May also do heavy lifting. So if there is, you know, like a big drill to be carried yeah. in, it's going to be the muscle. Who, Prying who open a it. safe, you know. Yeah, someone with a bit of strength. If it's okay. the gym. Again, no hurting people. No hurting people, okay. let's be clear. And then finally, there's a the driver. So um, this is just the getaway. So getting you away or to and from the this heist location hopefully not getting caught in the process okay so those are the those are the roles right all right so as we go back we are now going to jump into the actors so lovely the five actors you have to choose from are number one michael b jordan mm. haven't seen much from lately but uh he's he is still uh, putting in some films he's, he's yeah. been busy the last 10 years here's yeah. someone who's been a lot more busy recently margot robbie yes. in number two number three charlie's theron mm. Number four, John David Washington, your friend JD. and uh, someone you don't have a huge amount of faith in, but my guy, your guy, all the same. His dad's really my guy. His dad is absolutely yeah. your number one guy. And then number five is Jeremy Strong Ooh. from Succession. 
This is interesting. Copenhagen's favorite son, Jeremy Strong. Yes, in indeed. Fact. Not Danish, but does live here. Big fan of the hamburgers. Lives here probably Absolutely. the two months a year when he's not filming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll I, take that. I've yet to see him. I kind of, I would love to just spot him out and, out and about. But anyway, these yeah. are your choices. So any thoughts on who you might want to take from the actors list? First off, I mean, in one shape or form, big fan of, of all five. Um, Ooh, that's good. You know. Get that uh, out of the way. Good yeah. people. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah, people, yeah. definitely. So... First two things that jump to mind here, Charlize Theron and Jeremy Strong for two mm. very different reasons. Okay. Charlize, she's been there and done that. Let's not forget the Italian job. Oh, I hadn't yeah. even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just in terms of the work ethic and how she's managed to remain on top the last 25 years mm. uh, and just keep topping the the box office list and everything i think there's there's something there in terms of somebody i'd like to collaborate yeah yeah jeremy strong for a very different reason but he would regardless of the role in just one week he would dedicate himself fully to it and Mm. really transform himself into whatever role we give him exactly Um, i i fully agree with you and that was one of the reasons i had thought of him for the role or for this list but i also thought isn't he a bit of a question mark when it comes to a team player and that's that's what i'm coming to right we've heard the feedback from his his succession co-stars etc that they probably never want to work with him again after it despite Mm. having made such a good product Mm. there is also the aspect of we don't need to come out of this as friends no no that was never in the in the brief you just need to do it then again these mercenaries are content creators. They need to sell this product on. Um, I think I'm really leaning Charlie's okay. in terms of the the box office potential, the work ethic, and how she's just managed to uh, to remain on top, and especially the fact that she's been there and done that. There we go. But I think we can lock that in. Lock in Charlize. I'll give you a chance um, at the end. I'll yeah. give you a chance at the end to uh, you know to rethink any of these. Yeah. A note on John David from a physicality perspective. Mm. He got drafted into the NFL. That is true. So maybe that comes back into the equation. Exactly. Um, Margot Robbie, I think she's on a great run, but I don't see her in a casino high situation. Mm-hmm. And Michael B, nah, I think he's going in the wrong direction. Okay. I yeah. like it. Charlize so we've got for one. now. We have yeah. our first uh, heist gang member. Yeah. Should we just jump straight into musicians then? Yeah, let's do musicians. Sweet. Here we go. So we have five of some of the biggest names in music today. Mm-hmm. We have number one, Taylor Swift. Okay. Currently on an, I don't know if you saw this, but she's, she's selling out like in two seconds every stadium yeah. that she books. She's and not like, a single stadium in Canada. They're not too happy about that. Not happy with that. Yeah. She doesn't like Canada. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. But number two, Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Also quite huge right, yeah. right now. Very. Number three, a guy called Bruce Springsteen, oh. I guess you're familiar with. The, the boss. The boss, of course. Yeah. A huge fan uh, over here. Then we have Kanye. Kanye West. Yay, as he sometimes likes to be called. Yeezy. Yeezy. He he goes by many. Okay, that's interesting. And then number five, Miley Cyrus. Okay. Wow. This is a... This is a right eclectic blend here. Um, So where to start here? I mean, Kanye... It's been a rough few years for Kanye. Would would you agree with that? I would, to Um, put it lightly. yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, because we need to all finish this together. It's not like you can just tie up one of the the people involved in the corner and say, sit this one uh, out. Or... Well, that won't work because you have five roles and all the roles need to do their, yeah, yeah. their job. Yeah. 
I don't think Kanye's objectives would align with those of the mission necessarily, mm. and he could turn on a dime. Uh, too erratic. Too erratic. Too erratic. In okay, we we uh, remove him. We need a list. bit more stability. We do All need right. personality, but too erratic. Got it. Bruce, the boss. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't had a song about a casino or bank heist. Can we rule that out for 100% certainty? No, we can't, yeah, actually. We, we that catalog to... is too long. Exactly. Um, yeah, Bruce. Too, the age is, you mm, know, mm. he is still, he's 73. That hasn't stopped him from doing a world tour the last six months, right? True. Full energy, saw him live, brilliant, very fit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the mental toll of such a high pressure situation. So yeah. he started taking breaks in between. So he'll come mm -hmm. to a city. He'll do the concert on the Tuesday. He'll sit out the Wednesday and then go again on the Thursday yeah. rather than yeah. back to back to back nights. So that's maybe something to do with the age. And, you know, I don't think Bruce needs this type of stress at the moment. I think he's paid his dues. Okay. Uh, so probably not Bruce. Now, Miley Cyrus, I haven't followed her career as much as others. Okay. Uh, early days, you know, the Hannah Montana days, then coming into being a pop star, yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can trust her with this mission. I don't know enough about her. Okay. I don't know if you have something to fill me in on about Miley. Well, I, I included her because she's so interesting. Like, again, with yeah. this arc, you know, this character right. arc that she's been to, she's someone who at least to my very uneducated you know external perspective seems to be on a journey and like really interested in just evolving and changing yeah. and doing things differently and okay is a bit of an innovator and a bit of a free thinker so i right. kind of thought of all of these i felt like she might be the most up for it actually where mm. some of the others would be like, like taylor i don't i think she would be like no way i'm just not doing it you know right whereas i think miley could be like this sounds cool Right. You know, that was, that's okay, what I That's was interesting yeah. because I'm now I'm looking at what I would have left if I would count Miley out is Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift. Exactly. Billie Eilish, a bit of a rebel without a cause, would we say, or with causes, but you know, a rebel. A rebel. Uh, we can, we can agree on rebels yeah. for sure. Yeah. Could be open to a casino heist. I think so too. Um, yeah. Is having a big moment. Sure. Taylor Swift, I don't like how she's pushed the envelope lately. Uh -oh. This tour that you were talking about, mm. there's been the whole Ticketmaster fiasco mm. where, you know, she's called them out, oh, the ticket prices at my show, as if she doesn't share any of the blame for those mm. exorbitant prices, as if her and her label aren't getting cuts from yeah. this. Uh, yeah, um, like, did Ticketmaster really just go, ha, 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 what price will yeah. we set these tickets at? Or did they consult maybe with... Yeah the promoter and go what price for the tickets right you know yeah I'm, I'm we're not you. saying taylor do a show for free like i probably still wouldn't go but mm. you know taylor do a show that's reasonably priced or like let's all work together to find a way to ticket events that doesn't open the door to touts you know like yeah. non-transferable tickets or lottery system yeah. like that's how glastonbury works which seems to yeah. do quite well it's just a look-based system like um you're in here you know? yeah but that's the nugget of insight why it's so great to have you someone that keeps his foot firmly jammed between this room and the door that separates us mere mortals from the music industry on there, this podcast it is you got there it's it's a bit of a mouthful actually that, <laughs> yeah that's, it's difficult uh, to just thread it in but uh that's neil yeah. um wow okay so taylor's out i mean you know i'm very biased to bruce I knew that. I, I used to love Kanye till he just self-destructed, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. musical genius. The Atlantic magazine had called him 
America's Mozart at one point. That is lofty, even for right, uh, even for Kanye. That's a bit yeah. much. Yeah. Um, okay, put Miley in for now, uh, okay. based on how you sold it to me. But I am not crazy about any of those options. That's not. That, I'm not delighted to hear about that. But uh, like, that's it's not on be... you. I mean, this is who's at the the festival or what, yeah, the conference, yeah. no, right? True, I but mean... I did I did make this list in fairness. But um, <laughs> it's more that um, you know it's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be a bit of a challenge, you know. If yeah. it was, if there was one clear, obvious pick, then it wouldn't be any fun. So uh, then I got to reconcile with the roles a little bit. But for now, yeah. we've got Charlize and Miley. Exactly. So let's jump into directors. So the reason to be fully yeah. transparent is because there's some great characters out there in the directing world. Definitely. And we actually spend a lot of time talking about directors. And I we think do. we're probably we over-index on our enjoyment of uh, yeah. of directors. So I just thought let's go there instead of say politicians, which we've had before. So let's jump into directors. So we have Quentin Tarantino. You bit of a bit of a big name. Ooh, Tarantino. There we go. Uh, we have Spike Lee, guy you're a bit of a fan of, as Big I understand. Fan. We have Greta Gerwig, fresh off her Barbie uh, success. Yes, and we married have, to Noah Baumbach. Yeah, right? who was also heavily involved in Barbie, as yeah, I recall. that's yeah. what I've heard. And uh, Sofia Coppola. Mm, okay, that's interesting, actually. And Christopher Nolan. <laughs> don't know if you've heard of him he's, uh, he's yeah, having moments yeah. every couple summers when he's uh, gonna save the cinema yeah um, for the next time yeah okay starting with Christopher Nolan um, although I think he would he would love to be involved I think he'd be um, the most actually on board of all of these right yeah. absolutely yeah. I do have a bit of a fear with CN that he might over engineer even a casino heist that is fair um, that is fair. So I am I am leaning a bit away from that. I mean, I think he would try to concoct some time traveling aspects and stuff that just would not be realistic within the confines of our one week yeah. deadline. Yeah, too ambitious. Yeah. So that that worries me with CN. Um, I think I think our listeners will react to this, but I, I think yeah. some people will say he's the the right choice. But go on, go on. All right, listeners, you want something to react to? He's <laughs> an egomaniac, and I don't want him on this heist. <gasps> That is strong, there you go. strong words. That's my take. So CN is out, it's safe to say. <laughs> For now, at least. Uh, let me postulate through the others. Yeah. Um, Quinton. Quinton is an interesting one. I'm leaning Quinton early on. Okay. My only drawback with Quinton is you were very adamant about this mission entails no violence, no blood, I any of this. And say. we know Quinton is a bit partial to the big blood baths. If, right? it, if it serves the mission, he will he will actually embrace the violence. Yeah. Right. But Quinton, you know, creative genius does everything in his films, as does, to an extent, the next fella here who, patron saint of the podcast. Pour some out. Spike Lee. Well, he's not dead. Yeah, but he's he's kind of uh, unfortunately not having the success we want him to have. You know? Right, the respect. The respect. He should have more respect from the academy. Put on his net. Yes, for one thing. Um, well, it would help if he would attend the Oscars next year, unlike this year where he went to a Lakers game. I think he's burned that bridge. <laughs> yeah, definitely. multiple times over. Uh, so Spike, but this is out of pure, uh, you know, selfishness selfishness and me liking Spike and wanting to hang out with Spike yeah, that, for a week. Exactly. We um, just want him in the team. I don't know if he would uh, at some point just say, hey, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> are you leave. British? And yeah. Are you British? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me give you a British answer. Um, so Spike, uh, then we got Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig, um, I mean, she's had good success the last few years. She did Little Women. She did Barbie, right? Um, I haven't seen Barbie yet. I mean, this uh, is another week the podcast goes by with me uh, having that excuse. Um, it's getting ridiculous. 
I'm gonna get in there, and I'm yeah. gonna get in there before I go to see Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Good, because um, we got some beef there. Mm-hmm. Uh, after he hears this podcast, for sure. Uh, Greta Gerwig. I mean, I don't know what to make of her in this context. Do you have something for me there? All I was gonna say is, had you seen Barbie, I think you would have been impressed by her detail and her level of execution. You know, okay, and her ambition, right? That she took. an idea which on paper is so ridiculous i'm Mm. gonna make a movie about barbie and i'm gonna make it one of the feminist icons of uh, the last 10 years you know like one of the most progressive uh, and interesting films ever made about uh about a toy you know yeah Uh, so i just think she's in many ways an intriguing figure and then when as you say through her back catalog she does have like little women but also uh, ladybird which Mm. um starring a lovely irish uh actor as well but in any case I just think she's an interesting character who might have a cool role to play. Mm, okay. Yeah. Sofia Coppola. Mm-hmm. Interesting, this one. Yeah. Ruthless. Ruthless. I would say. Yeah. She came up in, you know, the makings of The Godfathers, exactly. etc. Exactly. In a family where everyone had already been there and done that. She has no illusions about the work it takes yep. to get somewhere. She... Um, She's really able, I think, to to play the game. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Not naive at all. I think could be could be a good pick, ruthless enough here. I think I'm still leaning Quentin. Okay. Okay. In terms of uh, also as a team player, if you look at Quentin, and we've talked about how so much of Quentin is his casting decisions mm-hmm. and his what does he call it? His crew, his clan, his gang mm. that he takes with him from film to film, yeah. uh, and everyone who works with him loves him, respects him, and quite frankly, has career breakthroughs. So I think for the good of the cohesion of this team, Quentin is my pick for now. Lock it in, or at least uh, semi-lock it in for now. I feel much more comfortable about Q than I do about Miley. Let's put it that way. That's fair. And you're always going to have mixed mixed feelings about each member of the team. Absolutely. We're not here to make friends. We're here to rob a casino. casino. The biggest casino in the world. In the world. No No small task. No big deal. (laughs) Should be fine. Uh, Let's get on to athletes then. Okay, so, yes. Uh, some fun names here across many different sports. No two sports. I, oh, no, sorry. There's two footballers. But other than that, we have a real mix here. So athletes, we have Elliot Kipchoge. Oh, E. Fastest man on two feet when it comes to a marathon. So He's made me cry before. He is a, a champion and a hero. Yeah. Lovely guy. Uh, we have Megan Rapinoe, the US uh, footballer. Yes. Absolutely amazing. We have Naomi. captain of the US team. Exactly, exactly. We have Naomi Osaka, tennis prodigy. Yes, definitely. We have Erling Haaland, the annoying Norwegian who is just too good at football. Yes. And is ruining it for everyone else. Yes. And we have also too good at his sport, Max Verstappen. Oh, Max Verstappen. Ruining it for everybody else. Ooh, okay. In a whole different field in Formula One for those who don't know. Ooh. There we go. This is one where I have to take that likability factor out of my head again, yeah, right? Again. To not skew the the bias. Uh, starting from the top, Eliud Kipchoge, he has pushed every possible human limit when it comes to running the marathon. He's an inspiration. Also, the way he lives, you know, very simple, down-to-earth guy, incredibly humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really just able to push limits. He's the type of guy where if we're the casino heist and we're really, you know, crunched for time towards the end, we'll be able under the pressure to still execute whatever his task is. Nice. Uh, I'm thinking now a bit about roles, right? I'm thinking about the getaway driver, for example, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. those high pressure situations when the cops are already on your tail. Exactly. Staying cool Um, under pressure. Yeah. Megan Rapinoe. This is interesting. I think she's been huge 
in terms of the development of women's soccer. A lot has also been the discourse around it from mm -hmm. the last World Cup to this one in terms of more prize money for the women's game. She drove a lot of that. Big influencer. Now, Megan Rapinoe, a week ago, in, I believe it was the round of 16 match against Sweden, they went to penalties and she skied one of the penalties. High pressure situation. Oh, and good example. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And that was the end of her national team career. So... Unless she's aiming for redemption right away, I think she's she's recovering at the moment. Okay. I don't know okay. if I want to put my eggs in her basket. Fair. Naomi Osaka, interesting. Uh, great, phenomenal tennis player very early on. Very brave person coming out about her mental health to the world. Uh, setting an example also in, in that regard. Um She's done some work on that. I don't know if she's been back on the court this season yet. I don't know. No, no, no. Uh, I don't nope. think so, right? No. Nope. So we're awaiting that. I think she's been, she's been out of that game for about two years for uh, obviously very good and important reasons. Don't know what to make of her. When we talk casino heist, I think she has a lot to prove and a chip on her shoulder because mm. there was a lot of blowback when she came out. Unfortunately, there's still mm. a huge stigma around mental health, yep. right? Yep. Um, and I think she's got a, enough of a chip on the shoulder to want to prove something, potentially mm. by mm. robbing a casino. Erling Blaut Holland, our favorite Norwegian. Oh, um, the one Norwegian that everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, right? I Magnus mean, Carlsen and him are, are right. two annoyingly good Norwegians. Our chess champion. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool to see him in this section. Yeah, true. I yeah. didn't have a category. Ah, I could have put him actually as an athlete. He is I mean, an athlete. Chess is a sport. Yes, indeed it is. Yeah. Erling Haaland. I, I mean, incredible in terms of what he's achieved so early in his career, uh, how he takes care of himself, his body, the team he has working around him, including mm. his dad, Alfie, and how they've moved him just the right amount of steps before he got to City, right? Taking mm. those midway stations through Salzburg, Dortmund. Uh, really, uh, I think, a freak of nature yeah. uh, for somebody that size to be that fast. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, and does the job. So it seems like you give him a role. Now, as the striker, he will score basically every game. 100%. That's tough to, you know, from statistically, you know, he would probably be able to leave that casino every single night with winnings. Yes. Now, can he rob it? This is my question. Like, is Holland the type of guy that whatever he puts his mind to, he's going to be great at? Or is he literally a goal-scoring robot? Mm. And he actually, I, I actually don't know, would he, if he put his mind to say hacking, you know, right. or driving or something else, would he be world-class at that too because he's just ridiculously talented? Right. Or is he actually a one-trick pony? I don't know. We don't know. So, but that entails some risk. That's a good mm. point. Yeah. But we know that when he is good at something and he likes it and he's interested in it, he is the best in the world at yeah. it. So that's that's safe to say. Yeah. Max Verstappen, another annoying little youngster, we would say. And Dutch as well, so not very uh, humble. No. Um, we love the Dutch on this podcast. We do. But we do. You, you guys are, we would never describe you with humility no, as an adjective. Probably not. Um, Max Verstappen, well, there has to be a getaway driver, right? And that's what brings him back to the discussion for me as, as kind of an obvious pick. Mm. Is he, though, too reckless of a driver? Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, well, he's really matured in the last couple of years right. that he's not the hothead who would 
you know, crash his car on top of Lewis anymore, I don't think. Right. And he won't be going 300 kilometers an hour on the way out of the casino because it's not an F1 car that he's driving. No, it's probably a disguised uh, van of some kind, you know? Right. Yeah. F1 coming to Vegas this year or next, right? Yeah. 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 So so I assume he's been studying a lot of the route and the map. That's true. That is true. If if you want to put it purely down to CV here of like who has driven driven at top speed in in Las Vegas, we have a winner. Mm. But remember, this has to be a, a functioning member of the team. He doesn't have to be a driver. But now I'm looking at the other ones I have in there mm. who could drive. Was Charlize the getaway driver in Italian job? Well, she was a driver in Mad Max Fury Road. Indeed. Okay, okay. So that kind of could help me to um, to veer towards... I don't... Like, Naomi, I love you, but I don't think I made a strong enough case for her. Mm. Megan, I think too much recent trauma. You're out. Erling... I think he might think the whole thing was a joke or a prank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, just, I, I can't see him really getting into it, you know? No. Yeah. There's no pep here to, you know, keep him in line. Mm. Uh, I think it's Eliud Kipchoge for now nice. in terms of, you know, getting the job done under pressure and just pushing the limits of everyone else in the team. Certainly up there in terms of the humility aspect, right, as well. Somebody who's going to, you know, gel with the team and not yeah. think they're above it you know right and that's what you kind of need from a casino robber is a certain level of humility absolutely right? yeah. absolutely we saw that notions 11 as well definitely you know? yeah 100%. can't get too cocky never final group which is the podcasters oh so okay. a little bit of a of a curveball here but i just thought hey you know this is a podcast we yeah. have some idols out there in the podcast yeah. world um try to keep it a, a bit broad here as well so who we have is number one Joe Rogan, <laughs> no stranger to uh, to podcasting. He's uh, a okay. few probably, hours in there. Yeah, yeah he's probably uh, we're probably the most popular in the world. I think. I think him and Bill Simmons maybe it's yeah. up there, but probably Joe Rogan has the biggest exactly uh, and probably most loyal following for that's for sure various reasons for yeah good or bad reasons. Yeah. We have Michelle Obama. She is a podcast host. I haven't she actually. Is yeah, I was researching and found she's a has a very popular podcast. Yeah, yeah so. but I don't think she's released an episode in. A year and a half. That's or okay. Yeah. She's cooking up something. Leave she, her, she better be. Yeah. Because I actually, I I like her her way of podcasting. Yes. Mm, mm. Okay. Good. We have Sarah Koenig. Do you know who that is? I do not. So you do know the podcast Serial. Yes. Remember that? That was Sarah Koenig. The, oh, the okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the voice you heard all the way through that was Sarah. Okay. That yeah. was that was a watershed moment for podcasting. Indeed. Actually. And yeah. I mean, it was really a one woman show there in the sense that she was doing a lot of the investigative journalism for it. Right. You know? She was the one talking to Adnan and Sayed most of the time, etc. So kind of like us, but as a two man show. It's literally like us, except completely different. Yes, that is that is right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's Sarah Koenig we yeah. have uh, Dan Carlin who you know from Hardcore History I, I do know from those five hour long episodes of Hardcore History probably one of the most effective sleeping pills in the world actually Hardcore History Yeah. I don't know if you've ever if you're ever uh, tossing and turning and need to go to sleep just throw on just Hardcore throw History throw on Dan Carlin oh amazing stuff you could have thrown that on to your neighbor on the flight to Dublin should have done yeah. listen to this buddy yeah. and then five hours <laughs> pass by yeah. uh, and, and then did finally, you know the Vikings made it all the way out to Ireland did you know <laughs> yeah I'm sure he, he probably had an inkling and then Finally, Conan O'Brien. Yes, recent he's a podcaster uh, now. recent podcasting uh, inductee. Yeah, Conan. So Conan, Conan, Conan. That's the list. Hmm. Okay. Ow. Again, remove the the sympathy and likability factor of the equation because, or else, I think no chance that that your man Joe Rogan is in this. Exactly. Um, Joe Rogan, though, muscular guy, 
I think he's uh, true. He's fought a bit also, or yeah. at least has a passion for it. Uh, he's famous. the UFC, right? Exactly. Well, he commentates, and then he's famous for having an extremely strong reverse turning kick. So there's like one kick. Oh, that that's a thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. You can look it up. He, there's one kick that he's just ridiculously good at. Okay. And like he, uh, he's famous for it. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Um, and apparently a, a funny person, right? I yeah, mean, he, he was stand a stand-up up. comedian. Have you seen his stand-up? No, I haven't. The podcast was more than enough for me until I deleted it. Yeah, his, his stand-up, I would say, is not particularly great. But oh, it, okay. it has a, it has an audience, but like, right. I don't think you would find it like masterful. No. no. Okay. Not up to our standards. No, sir. Um, Michelle. Michelle is, is, is a bit of jack-of-all-trades. You, you get yeah. a lot from Michelle, also in terms of her experience eight years in the White House, campaigning day in, day out. Let's not forget, like, exactly. First Lady is... A huge job. And she knows a few things about security, for example. She would yeah. have been surrounded by the Secret Service. That's so, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. She probably found a few chinks in the armor of the Secret Service. She would have had to, yeah. To this day, because you get uh, Secret Service the rest of your life if you've been president. Not so a bad deal. Not a bad she's deal. around them. They could give her a few tips. She could, in a way, be the, the inside person. Maybe Michelle. we could use her Secret Service, actually. She probably even has contacts at the casino and resort. The fact that she got kidnapped is actually amazing, considering that she has a, a Secret right. Service escort. But it but, happened It happened nonetheless. That's but why we're does here. the fact that she's so big getting kidnapped diminish our chance of coming away from this heist with I had what the, we need? I had thought about that. Like, news coverage, etc. Yeah, cetera. yeah. I don't want that to necessarily ruin what is otherwise a good selection process. Okay, you know? okay. Let's let's assume that no matter how big these celebrities are, it won't interfere with the okay. the heisting. So Barack could be in on it himself. Exactly. Let's um. just assume it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Sarah Koenig, I mean, other than her brilliant podcasting work, I don't know much else about her. Um, Me neither, but let's okay. base it just on, uh, just on Serial. Top credentials there. Exactly. Well... Well, 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 well. It's interesting that it was serial, right? Because she's had the same way that you have your foot, you know, jammed between that door to the music industry. Yes. She does to the criminal underworld. That's true. She must have plenty of sources out there that she could reach out to and say, hey, yeah. can you uh, help us she, out with this? I believe in series two of Serial was on the phone with the Taliban half the time. Okay. She, uh, so she's no stranger to like reaching out to criminal yeah. figures. Yeah. I don't know how many casinos the Taliban are robbing, but... It's not a. It's not zero. No, I think it's a, a non, non-zero number. In Afghanistan, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to assume. Bachelor party in Afghanistan. <laughs> no, sorry. Place to be. Um, Dan Carlin. Okay. Uh, what on one side of the coin you could say is incredible endurance uh, and exactly. knowledge. On the other side of the coin is someone that takes his sweet time. Probably too much. We have um, a week. Remember. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I don't think we can afford to, to have Dan on this. I mean, I would love to, you know, night out on the town with Dan, you know, have him over for dinner, a few beverages, but mm. we're under pressure here. And I don't think Dan really gives a flying F, you know, mm. about the pressure. That's true. Not in a rush, but it, great attention to detail, you know? Yeah. And a historian. Yeah. So what he would come with, actually, the podcasters is the best category. Yeah. What he would come with They're all is, good. you know historical artifacts of yeah. all the greatest successful casino and bank heists ever. Exactly. And why they were successful. Exactly. And yeah. learning from it as historians but politicians don't do. A lot to be said for Wow. Okay. Um, wow. These are all... I, I would just take all the podcasters except Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, Conan O'Brien. 
well, where to begin with as Irish as you can be without ever having lived in Ireland. 100%. Right? I mean, he looks the part, that's Yes, me. definitely. Um, Conan, Conan. I mean, Conan, again, I, what a run, right? I mean, mm. I think he was... Uh, it was SNL, it was The Simpsons, and then he was at the pinnacle of, of TV on, on yeah. late night for almost 30 years, I think. I think with The Simpsons as well, it's easy to forget, like, quite the run he had from the mm. moment he started actually working in entertainment. Yeah. And I think he's a good example of someone who right now is literally a living legend. But when, anyway, in, in when he's looked back on in history, he'll be seen in the same heights as the best of all time, you know, when it comes to entertainers or writers or whatever. And in terms of uh, talk show hosts, would also, you take him as one of the goats? Yeah. yeah Over yeah. the Lettermans of this world? I, I don't it? like, don't rate Letterman at all. You never like Letterman, huh? Not do, your type do you not of... like him? Bad vibes, hate him. Mm. He uh, did also have some issues. So yeah. Craig Ferguson, I, I have up there as well. Uh, of course a fellow uh, Celtic yeah. uh, brother. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Conan is up there. And Jimmy Fallon could be a fellow Celtic brother also. Kimmel, maybe. Probably the less said about Jimmy Fallon, the better. You on don't this like, not a Do fan. we have the Fallon discussion? You no, I don't know if we had it, but I can tell you I'm not a, I'm, I'm a sell on Jimmy Fallon. All right. Well, I want to follow up on yeah, that in, yeah, a, yeah. in a five Save hour Dan Carlin-esque yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, Conan, I don't see, I, I love you, man, but I don't yeah. know what value you bring. I don't even know why you're at this conference. Um, Harsh words. <laughs> add a bit of uh, humor. He's probably moderating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's okay. hosting or something Fair. like that. Yeah. Uh, big fan. Anyways. Yeah. Dan Carlin is out. Conan is out. We're left with Sarah Koning and her contacts in the criminal underworld. Michelle Obama and the chings she found in the armor of the Secret Service. Joe Rogan is out. Okay. We're uh, yeah, but also Joe Rogan, because you said his biggest asset in this case is that roundhouse kick, but we can't really hurt people. So that Well, he the, could kick the doors off a safe, for example. Ooh. You know, potentially. Wow, okay. Um, I don't know how strong that kick is, but... Uh, is Michelle or Sarah here? I mean... I'm going to go with Michelle because I think okay. we basically have an inside person on this. Uh, she could infiltrate the security of the casino uh, and have them, you know, stand down for 10 minutes or so on our way out. I think you're not uh, you're not wrong. Very persuasive and great speaker as well. Great writer too. Lots, a lot of strengths. Yeah, that way. Big fan of Michelle. Well, and, there we go. And I need to redeem the Obama family after you refused to take Barack with you up Everest because you were saying that, Neil, my legs hurt. My legs hurt. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Why do we have to do this? Yeah, he's not happy. So the Obama family is back in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, so that is actually the full team has been assembled wow now how are we doing on time are we like uh, we're good we're good okay yeah. so then we get to do an even more fun thing which is to assign jobs to okay. these five I love this before we do that let's just have a quick recap of who we've got mm -hmm. so in the team we have number one actor Charlize Theron mm -hmm. number two musician Miley Cyrus number three director Quentin Tarantino Number four, athlete, Elliot Kipchoge. Mm -hmm. And number five, podcaster, Michelle Obama. Okay. Strong team. Very strong team. Are there any here that you want to double check now? Can we just look at actor and musician again one final time? Sure. I'm 90% on actor with Charlize. Mm -hmm. um, I'm keeping Charlize, yes. Okay. And then musicians. Yeah, I'm keep, I'll keep Miley. I yeah. mean... I think yeah. that, that was a tricky category no matter what. Very, very, actually. You were, I don't think there was anyone there where you would come away feeling 100%, no. you know? So. Good roster. Got me thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sweet. Okay, so here we go. We're now back into the role assignment. Ooh. Now, I'm going to have to hold you to all of these, right? So now that we've locked in the team, we have to give each of these people one of these roles. Right. So it's, it's, there's very little flexibility here. Right. The roles, once again, are demolitions expert, hacker, 
Con man or con woman? The muscle and the driver. It's not easy. This um, is hard. Okay. The driver will be getting the team away from the heist. The driver, the driver, the driver. I think the driver is going to be Charlize. That makes sense. After her experience in Mad Max. I think she can pull it off. Definitely. Now, where to go next? Um... <laughs> So Miley, let's. I th- I think I can put Miley somewhere. Is she demolitions expert? No. Okay, wait. Put Quentin as the demolitions expert. Okay. Quentin Tarantino, demolitions expert, responsible for all explosive drills, tunnels, a lot of explosions in his films, and also you know quite a technical mindset from from the director's chair. Um. Now, 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 the hacker. The con man slash con woman. The muscle. Ooh, this is... I've kind of cornered myself with the, with the muscle here. Um, well, you can always reassign if you want, but we're, we're two for five now, so we're making progress. How would you describe the muscle? So any really heavy physical duties whatsoever. Okay. So like if imagine they, like in Ocean's Eleven, they want to use a giant EMP uh, explosive so it's no. probably the muscle who needs to actually carry it in or you know set it up or whatever you know? okay well um oh, oh and <laughs> one more thing on the muscle yeah they are also the, the tough guy you know or girl so okay. if there's somebody who needs to be intimidated it's the muscle who needs to get it done hmm. interesting i'm leaning elliot for the muscle but It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, violent, the muscle, right? Not necessarily. No. Depends on your plan. I mean, I think from the physicality of it, I got to put my athlete as muscle right now. Elliot Kipchoge from Kenya. Now, we have two categories left. We do. The hacker and the con man slash woman. We can now say for sure it's con woman. Yes, definitely. Um, How would you describe the con woman? So this to me is probably my favorite category because this is somebody who is going to be playing themselves and using themselves to get something done, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe from talking to the casino owner, asking for, like in Ocean's (laughs) Eleven, how Saul gets uh, brought down to watch his uh, case being brought down to the uh, the vault, you know? Right, right. So somebody who's going to uh, use their charm, use their personality, get in there and exploit that strength of theirs. Ooh, it's a toss-up actually between Michelle and Miley. Um, what about, and then the hacker is, is running interference electronically and yeah. And now like there'll be an intense upskilling session, let's say. Right. So okay. in, in that Sorry. week, the hacker is going to learn how to hack and, and do all the necessary things. Mm. I think Miley as the hacker, I could see her even in a film starring as a Rooney Mara in a girl with a dragon tattoo mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of hacker. Um, I think she could do it. Uh, and like you said, open to learning new things, yep. right, yeah, Miley? Yeah. Yeah. Which leaves us with Michelle as the con woman. Uh, I actually like this one. I think Michelle a, can yeah. really do that. Like, she's got the charisma. She's got certain know-how, and she knows which context to to get to. And also, think of reputation. Who's going to mistrust Michelle Obama? No. Like, if Michelle At comes your into your peril. casino and say, hey, I actually need something from you, they're going to be like, yeah, absolutely. Jeez, no yeah. worries. Because, like, you're not, a, you're not suspicious. No, exactly. Yeah. So Free I think she's, she's, 
super innocent in that sense. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So that is wow. actually the final team. So what a squad. One final recap here. We have Please. the driver, Charlize Theron. Mm. The hacker, Miley Cyrus. Mm. The demolitions expert, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I, I told you Elliot Kipchoge. The muscle, Elliot Kipchoge. Yes. And the con woman, Michelle Obama. Yes. How about that? I, I think it's a solid team. Um, I think they can work well together. And you're in charge, by the way. You're the Danny Ocean of this. Uh, okay, uh, I'm the Danny Ocean. All right. Um, I have immunity in case anything goes wrong. Or? TBC. Okay. Depends From the do. mercenaries, of yeah, course. exactly. Known for granting immunity. Exactly. Wow, okay. No, I'm very satisfied with this. I'm particularly... I, I really like my choice for Quentin as the demolitions expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just into feels it. right. He's for sure been involved in some explosives discussion Definitely. Before. All his films have explosions. Yeah. yeah. Right? Of so, some kind. Yeah. So there's no how there... Kipchoge, the muscle, not when you would look at him, but there's definitely strength in there. Talk about endurance. Right? Endurance. I think Michelle, we, we hit the nail on the head as the con woman. I like Ma- Miley, you know, this bit rebellious character as the hacker, right? Mm-hmm. Running the interference, really getting a good laugh about sending them all running in the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, and Charlize as the driver, I think, is spot on. She's yeah. she's ice cold in those type of roles. So exactly. exactly. There you go. Boom. Well, wow. we have our team we and do. we have our ultimate celebrity casino heist ready to go. We're doing it. So I think the next step is next week or whenever we get a chance. Yeah. We will revisit and uh, do some postulating as to how the heist goes. Absolutely. And listeners, we also want to hear what teams you assemble yeah. and uh, where you think we went wrong or were a bit unfair. Absolutely. We got some great responses, especially to the Everest one. We got some yeah. strong opinions. So looking forward to hearing uh, the alternatives here. Yes. Also, any other celebs who we didn't even have on our list that would have been perfect? Let yes. us know. And future ideas to take this segment forward. As said, we've done Interrail. We've done a flight. We've done Everest. And now we've done not a bank heist, but a casino heist a la Oceans. Absolutely. And now I'm going to watch Oceans 11 again because I, I probably for Tonight's the, the night. Probably for the 15th time. I genuinely, I, there's something about it I love. It never it. gets old. And I'm not saying it's a brilliant, like I'm not saying it's perfect at all. I just enjoy it so much. So much to enjoy from the cast to Soderbergh's work to just like the plot in general. If we talk about movies, heist movies, honestly, I don't really care who's in the cast. No, totally. It's just give me that two hours, all my vitamins. Inside Man, same thing. Yes. Oh, Inside Man, which, Clive Owen. you know, then inspired, of course, Casa de Papel, right? With also even all those costumes. Exactly, exactly. Well, but you say was... Clive Owen, I say Denzel. Yeah, also, right? But now, and although, Spike although directing it. they do hold on to Denzel for a long time, he, he doesn't really play too much of a role until the like, no, latter that's half. True. And it's a bit annoying, actually, because that's also, unfortunately, when the film starts to kind of drag a bit. Because mm. the, from the first hour, it's like incredible, yeah. Inside Man. I'm going to watch that too, actually. I'm now having second thoughts on the value Spike could add oh, no. because he directed Inside Man. Oh no! We may have to double. We may have to double back. Oh, Spike! It might be his cup of tea for once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you made your choice, sir. This I did. Is, uh, this is how the cards have fallen. Vegas, baby. Vegas. We're making it happen. Yeah. I think that's actually a good point to wrap it up. Do you have any Absolutely. final uh, parting words for the listener? My parting word is listeners, when they tell you. You can postulate yourself through something. Don't listen. You can postulate your way through just about anything. How inspirational and emotional is that? Thank you, listeners. And uh, until next time, we'll leave you with that nugget of wisdom from Nicola. Thank you. Until next time.